What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to On Texas Football. We're here for the Tuesday edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. Uh, I'm here with Jerry Hamilton. Of course, I'm CJ Vogel. And uh, today we'll be talking about the all-important spring visits coming up and leading into the official visits in the summer. But before we dive in too far, uh, Jerry, why don't you tell us about our good friend uh, sponsoring the show today? Yeah, Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders. He's the lone sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown here at On Texas Football. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, and boat to your motorcycle, RV, and even your ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today, 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years' experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call today, 512-218-8571. Thank you very much to Mark Saunders. Yeah, hey, hey, CJ, it's a great day to talk about spring visits because Texas gets to put out today that 11 players have been invited to the NFL Combine. That's always a great day to recruit in my estimation. Yeah, I mean, it is when you're in that top four of not only the college football playoff, but the top four of teams uh, sending players to the combine. Again, we've talked about it. The, the the negative recruiting of Texas, it feels like it was always on-field production. And then development, Texas is in the top five of both of them right now. Uh, great signs for Sarkeesian's program moving forward, which makes these visit dates even, even more fun. You know, you talk about the big official visits in june we we can get to that in a bit obviously the spring game in april is going to be big but i wanted to start a little bit in march because that's when spring ball is really going to begin and that's when you'll start to see those first kind of inklings of visitors start trickling down to austin to see on campus uh practices see the campus a little bit more junior day action as well jerry what do you know about that first weekend in march that Texas will be hosting a lot of prospects. Yeah, it's a great thing about spring football uh, in college football is it intersects with all the seven-on-seven tournaments around the country, right? And that's what's going to happen that March 22nd to 24th weekend for Texas. Um, that's also their, I, I believe, their high school coaches uh, weekend in, in Austin. But look, Brandon Brown from O'Galley in Melbourne, a D-tackle, a four-star committed to Texas. He plays with, he goes way out west and plays for Cali Power, California Power, seven-on-seven. Brandon told me Sunday they will be in Houston for a big tournament. I believe that's out at the Woodlands, March 22nd through 24th. He, he Brandon Brown said he plans to go visit Austin on the 22nd. They fly in, go to Austin, meet with the Texas staff, meet Kenny Baker, which he didn't get to do in January, then come back for the seven-on-seven, seven, obviously, uh, that Saturday and Sunday. So I, I, I suspect we're going to see a few visitors that March 22nd on that Friday especially out-of-state guys who are flying in for the seven-on-seven or in-state guys who are traveling for the seven-on-seven. Come through Austin. Maybe Texas will host some of those guys before they go on to Houston and play in that seven-on-seven tournament. So I think that's something to watch. Brandon Brown said they also – California Power is also going to be in Dallas April 5th weekend for a big seven-on-seven tournament. So you could see more out-of-state guys there. Uh, depending on where they're coming from, fly into Dallas, come down to Austin, see University of Texas, meet with the staff before uh, taking part in that seven-on-seven tournament. So that's kind of where things intersect for all these colleges right now. As spring practice begins, while the seven-on-seven national tournaments are in full swing, and that helps Texas get guys on campus. 
Yeah, there are a couple names I wanted to add to that March kind of watch list, if you will. Josiah Sharma, the defensive tackle out of Folsom, California. He was one to keep a close eye on. He mentioned to me that he was hoping to get to Texas in the spring. And then Jamie French, the five-star former Alabama wide receiver, was offered by Texas at the end of January, right in the that, that turn of the calendar area. He told me that he was hoping to get down to Texas. Didn't have a specific date, but that would be a big one to keep a close eye on. Obviously, a five-star I'll throw a third one, Fahim Delane, the safety yep. out of uh, only out of Good Council, one of the most talented high school programs on the East Coast. Fahim Delane's told me twice now he plans to uh, come visit in March. He just doesn't have a date yet. So all these kids, they don't have their calendars full, right? CJ, right. So we deal with this all the time. It may be a week before, uh, you know, it may be the first of March before these guys actually know the weekend they're going to be at Texas or the day they're going to visit. But that's three big names. I mean, Isaiah Shar Josiah Sharma is going to be one of the top rated defensive linemen in the country out right. of Folsom. A former Washington commit was just to Alabama. Jamie French is, well, if he's he's the top three receiver in the class, him, DeCorian Moore, name and third guy, right? I mean, those are the guys in 25. That's he's out of Jacksonville, Mandarin, an area of Florida. I think we're going to see Texas recruit more out there in the SEC. I think you're not going to see Texas in Miami, Homestead, Dade a lot. I mean, I think that's kind of uh, – you may see a few guys offered there over time, but Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville. Those kids will leave the state of Florida. Um, yeah. and, and I think you're going to see Texas, especially with Kenny Baker now being a Georgia guy, the short choice. You have a little bit more of that. Jeff Banks has recruited that Tampa area for years. You have three guys on the staff that you could put one in Jacksonville, you could put one in Orlando, you could put one in Tampa. So it would be huge to get Jamie French on campus, CJ. I mean, he's big time now. Yeah, that'll be something that we watch. And when they get prospects like this caliber on campus, and obviously moving into the spring, we kind of have a better idea of who they're truly going to be targeting yeah. moving forward. And so kind of comparing the spring visits to what we saw at the junior day, Jerry, what's kind of the biggest uh, difference, if you will, in terms of what the staff will be putting on for these guys when they're on campus? Well, so here's the thing, too. 19 new offers went out in January through February 2nd. Some of those were in-state, some of those were out-of-state. And a lot of those out-of-state guys have never been to campus before. So the January 20th junior day, that was – Texas had a lot of 25s, but they also had a lot of 26s. I think they used that to – look, Sark had one-on-one -on -one time with some of their top targets. I think that's kind of started to – uh, become clear, and then the visits they made to schools after that in January through February 2nd. Uh, but that was also an evaluation day where they got height, weights, wingspan, hand sizes on all those 26s and some of the 25s that maybe they didn't have all that data on. I think since they've been on the road here in January through February 2nd, they've gone the modern day. They've seen a Chuck McDonald, right? They've seen Marcus Harris again. They've seen Jordan Davidson. So a Chuck McDonald, a defensive back who was offered, you know, they put they put eyes on him since the season ended, right? How's he progressing? Talk to the staff at modern day. Then you start to look at some of those other guys. Uh, Josiah Sharma, um, how big was he? Johnny Nansen, when he got out there, what what did he what did that frame look like in person? Uh Myron Charles down at Port Charlotte, Jeff Banks with the CM top D lineman. Did he check all those boxes? Uh so I think that's gonna be the key now is how many of those out-of-state guys can you get on campus this spring? And I always go back to this. We talked about it. Um, I believe on, on a coffee and football and on one of our live streams, Brandon Baker wasn't didn't have Texas high on his list until he showed up for the spring game, April April, and it's April twentieth this year at one p.m. By the way, 
That really kick-started Texas recruitment of Brandon Baker. Then he comes back for the June official visit. Then Texas ended up winning out. Because Oregon was the heavy favorite at that time when he got came to Austin in April. So that's going to be the key is how many of these out-of-state guys, there's a lot of names being brought up by Texas fans right now. We're covering those names. How many of those guys make it to campus? Then if they make it to campus, how real is the recruitment actually going to get? That's the way I think the way this staff is, is, is going about this right now, CJ, is how many of these guys can we get to campus? And then who becomes a real recruitment after that? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, I'm with you. We'll obviously get an idea of what it's like early on. And like you said, that spring game is going to be big. And we are going to get an idea of how Texas moves around that date. Because like you said, that game will kick off at 1 p.m. And I think Texas would prefer that because then yep. you get the nightcap with a lot of these recruits. Uh, Michael Terry, the, the athlete out of Alamo Heights down in San Antonio, told me he will be in attendance for the Texas spring game. Again, that's April 20th at 1 p.m. That is going to be a very busy day again because you get almost a, an idea of what it's like on game days. For, for those recruits who haven't been to campus during the fall for a game, this is a, basically a simulation of what it's like for a game day down in Austin on Bevo Boulevard at DKR, et cetera. So, and by the way, CJ, I, I'm going to keep banging this drum until my, the drumsticks break. This is going to be the most anticipated spring game for Texas in 20 years. I really believe that from a fan base standpoint, you know, the, coming off the playoff, the move to the SEC, it's going to be the most they've seen of Arch Manning in a game, the spring yeah. game this year. Last year, Sark kind of didn't, you know, kind of hit him a little bit the best he could, put him out there with the walk-ons, and he got he was chased the whole game, played under duress in his snaps. He's going to be the number two quarterback. Quinn's going to be a number one quarterback. That means Arch is going to get a lot of opportunities in front of a, a near packed house. Then you have all the guys coming back, the guys out of the portal, Isaiah Bond, uh, Matthew Golden. Yeah. Nightlife, the excitement around the Texas program coming off the playoff season, moving to the SEC, all the guys that are about to be drafted, which will be right after that spring game, right? There's going to be there's so much excitement and buildup headed in the next season. It's going to be an unbelievable day to have guys on campus for Texas. But and I also want to mention the weekend before April 13th, I, I think you and I both are expecting 
a few visitors that weekend as well. Because, look, there's competition for April 20th spring games around the country. So a major Preston, a defensive back out of Hopewell, Virginia, who's transferred down the IMG, he told me a Monday, Sunday night or Monday, I've lost track already, um, he's going to visit April 13th weekend. That's when Blake Gideon asked him to come in and visit after Texas offered him in late January. So Texas can't have every kid at the spring game. There's not enough time to go around for the staff. They're going to have some guys come in uh, that already have April 20th spring game plans the weekend before if they can get them in. So I think that we're looking at three or four big weekends here for unofficial visits. It's that March 22nd, 23rd weekend, that April 5th, 6th, 7th weekend, April 13th, 14th, and then the spring game. And then the evaluation, spring evaluation period starts and staff will be on the road looking at guys again. Yeah, and then it, it basically starts to cycle all over again for a little bit more uh, prospects down the road in 2025. But to your point about the spring game, that'll be two number one overall quarterbacks on the yes. field for you know most of that game. There's Very your story, CJ. There it is. Two number one rated quarterbacks, man. But, but that's the selling point. That'll be the pitch from the Texas recruiting staff as well. Uh, and But the spring game will basically wrap up the spring visits. And yes. as we've seen for the Texas staff, things really start getting going in June. When official yep. visitors start getting to campus, we've seen over the past couple of years, Texas will host official visitors on each weekend. But that doesn't mean that, you know, they're created equally there. You know, you, you have normally your big one right around June 16th to 17th, and yep. then you have a bigger one at the <laughs> end of the month. And it's looking like that's going to be the same kind of blueprint that we're going to see from the Texas staff again this year with the, the last weekend of June going to be really that that big, big official visit weekend where Texas hosts their top prospects on campus and really start uh, nailing in that final visit before the, the non-contact period uh, comes back, you know, the beginning of July. Yeah, so it's interesting. I, I went to Hitchcock last night to watch Kelshawn Johnson play basketball. Also, Lloyd Jones, the quarterback commitment for Texas Tech, who A&M may try to flip. That'll be interesting mm. uh, to kind of follow uh, because Colin Klein, those guys went by to see not just Kelshawn, but uh, Lloyd Jones for the Texas Tech and AM fans out there that may listen to this, and why wouldn't you? Um, but so it was interesting last night. Sarkeesian, uh, Chris Jackson, Blake Gideon all came by Hitchcock to see Kelshawn Johnson, and I actually do have a long-winded point to this. They told they were very upfront with the Hitchcock staff. They said, we have two big official visit weekends in June. Again, June 14th through 16th, which on Texas football broke the news yesterday, John Mills uh, I, we have him as a four star. We're gonna we have we're gonna have star ratings for guys moving forward. A uh, four star, six six, three hundred twenty five pound uh, offensive guard prospect out of Saint Ignatius in San Francisco. He's making an official visit June fourteenth through sixteenth. Why is that the date he's coming in? Because his family's going to be out of the country on vacation the last weekend in June. Else he'd have been a last weekend in June guy for Texas. He is a take for the Longhorns. Then. Hitchcock, the staff told the uh, Sark told the Hitchcock staff two big visit weekends, June fourteenth through sixteenth, and the last weekend in June. Chris Johnson, Chris Jackson's talked to Kelshawn Johnson about that last weekend in June. That's the third name that I believe we've heard for that last weekend in June. Michael Fasusi uh, at Louisville, Tyler Thomas at Dickinson. When these kids announce their visits, those visit dates, that's up to them. But that's now three names we've heard. Uh, that are very, very likely for the last weekend in June. And that makes sense. I mean, if you go back to last year, CJ, when we were covering all this, those are the two big weekends. Now, Reiner Swanson came in the first weekend of June last year because his family was going to be out of the country on vacation later in June. So Texas has to work around that. So you may see a sprinkling of guys visiting, not on those two weekends, 
But just think, if you think back to that class, 24 class, how many of those guys came out of those two weekends? It was about 90%. Yeah, that last weekend specifically, if you, I, I don't have a list in front of me, but it was Trey Owens, Christian Clark, Parker Livingstone, Ryan Wingo, uh, Brandon Baker. You go all the way down that list. That last weekend is where you really start seeing the Texas staff start pushing for guys to get onto campus because, again, they like that final visit weekend before yes. things wrap up and close Great down point. before the, 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 the fall uh, recruiting window then. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you, again, it's we, we understand it, but those who might not follow recruiting as closely might question why that last weekend is so important. Is it just that simple of having the last impression yes. on a kid's mind? Yeah, I think it is for this staff because, look, everything in recruiting with Texas is long game, right? late in the game, right? And I, I think Texas, like, it, it, as long as they have the power, and right now they have the power, right, the, their top, top targets, they want in on that last weekend because that means – Kids have taken four or five official visits, a lot of times four, but now you can take unlimited official visits. But you may see some kids coming in that have taken five official visits before Texas. Um, yep. Like Paul Sean Johnson, he has Penn State scheduled for um, – that's May 31st through June 2nd, right? That's the first weekend a lot of kids will take official visits. Then he has Texas Tech on the 9th. But then there's also the 14th, 16th, and the other weekend, right? So there's five weekends before Texas essentially for official visits. Then there's midweeks. So I think Texas likes to sit back, let all these guys go through the process, get as many of those very top targets as they can in Austin last, because they know now while some kids may take some late July pool party visits, 90% of these kids' decisions are going to be made before that last weekend in July after the dead period. Okay. So they know that getting these kids last on campus, getting these parents last on campus after they've already been through the process, seen everything else, talked to all the other head coaches, seen everything everybody has to offer, why Texas is the place for them. And Texas has it, CJ, they, at that point, they have a really good feel for all the messages that these other these staffs, who who they're, who these other staffs are truly targeting. Yep. Right? Because official visits versus taking commitments, still a little bit different. Yeah. And again, over the last couple of years, we've kind of seen the same, you know, kind of cycle and schedule play out for Texas in recruiting. You know, you yeah. you maybe take a commitment early on, but, you know, kind of from where we are in February to about June, there's not a lot of movement. Right. There might be another commitment in March, maybe at the spring game. But for the most part, the onslaught of commitments and the bulk of that class builds around those last two weekends in June for the official visits and then kind of rolling into that July, you know, 4th of July, second week of July period as well. We've seen that time and time again, whether it be 2022 when we saw uh, offensive lineman Cole uh, Hudson and Connor Robertson join the class, uh, followed by a number of guys. Arch Manning obviously committed around June 14th or 15th uh, and that same time the next cycle. Are we looking at it again where the commitment period might be a little dry for Texas until the official visitors get on campus once again? Yeah, I think unless there are a few more guys show up in the spring and are ready to make decisions around spring game, like you said, I just don't think that's where the process is nowadays, especially not with NIL, right? right. Making an early decision is almost a bad decision now. Let's just be real. I mean, going through that whole official visit process through June is very smart. Uh, for prospects and families and advisors. So I I think that's where things continue to head uh, in college football recruiting. And I think that's – and here's the thing with Sark in Texas too. They're in a great spot 
because the one thing that while Texas has 10, 12, 14 kids that could probably pick up the phone and commit to them right now, Texas wants to use all these evaluation days in late April and May. And why would you not? I mean, if you're de- if you have three corners that are all really, really good and you're deciding on which two you think are the absolute best, why would you not go get as more information, watch them again in the spring, continue to have those conversations with them and their family? What is something changed? Does the high school coach say something different in May than he did in December or January? Has something changed with that recruitment? I mean, I love that Texas is not pushing for early commitments right now because, CJ, we know they could have 15 commitments right now. Absolutely. Georgia could have 15 commitments. At least some of these schools could have 15 guys committed. But I love that they're going fully through the evaluation process. See who keeps working hard. Yeah, I, I think that's huge. See who has a good. See who puts it all out there for spring practice, like it still matters. Absolutely. Who's running track? Who might grow an inch from now until the summer months? You know, these kids aren't you know finished prospects yet, and so it's uh it's interesting. I love the vision as well, uh, but it's all starting in March when these kids start getting back to campus for the spring football period. That'll be interesting to see just who does make the trip from out of state on their own dollar. Because again, Texas will take care of them once they come and schedule an official visit. It'll be a good indicator of who's really trying to, you know, take an extra look at Texas versus, you know, uh, an extra vacation later down the road. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Jerry, you got anything else on visitors coming up? Yeah, no, I think one thing I want to touch on was a little bit at the wide receiver position. And and thank you again to Mark Saunders, uh, Allstate agent, for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Um, wide receiver position. Again, I think DK Moore, DeCorian Moore is number one. He's going to remain number one until he signs a letter of intent, right? In state. I think after that, Kelshawn Johnson's way up on the list. And I think Kalik Lockett is a name that Texas fans need to continue to uh, become more familiar with or just, uh, just we'll be talking about him more. I'm going to go see him soon. But he was a guy, Kalik Lockett at Saxe, uh, high school that Devin DuVernay went to. He didn't attend Texas Junior Day on the 20th. They got about every other guy down they wanted to. Not everybody, but they had a high percentage. He was one that did not show up, uh, did not come to January 20 Junior Day. He went to AM, a couple other places. Well, how much does Texas and Chris Jackson like? Sark and Chris Jackson went by the school in late January after he did not attend Junior Day. So that tells you that he's really high on the board. Um, so you, if you look at where Chris Jackson and Sark both went, you know, Duncanville. Hitchcock for Kelshawn Johnson, Kalik Lockett. I mean, so you start going down, and it's pretty – you're getting a clear picture of how much they like some of these guys. And Kalik Lockett's one that wasn't on campus in January that I think they're going to make a big push to get on campus in the spring before a June official visit. That'll be big. Again, it's one of those times now where recruiting receivers isn't going to be as difficult as it used to be with Sarkeesian, obviously three guys from – Uh, The Texas 2023 team invited to the NFL Combine as well. Hopefully you can hear all three of their names called uh, during the April draft. So that'll be a lot moving moving forward. And a lot of of moving pieces, but a lot of excitement from prospects coming onto campus for visits, not only officially uh, in June, but unofficially for the spring football period as well. So uh, if that does it for you, that does it for me, Jerry. I think we covered the bases there. It'll be a fourth straight top 10 class where this class is going to finish in 2025. I I can't project it yet, but I mean, it's been five, number five ranked class in 22, number three ranked class in 23 and six or seven in 24. Um, And I think it's going to be a fourth straight top 10 class. 
Well, that's a good start. I mean, five guys in the fold right now, uh, all at you know different positions. And so taking commitments, we'll see just how aggressive this staff is in spring because we know the fireworks are coming around the 4th of July, obviously. But that'll do it for today and uh, the recruiting breakdown on On Texas Football. Of course, we will have more throughout the afternoon on OnTexasFootball.com. But uh, for Jerry Hamilton, I am CJ Vogel, and that does it for today. Welcome. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.